Father Dyer and I met many years ago at Mount St. Mary's Seminary, which is the reason that we remain friends to this day. He reminded me uh, before Mass that he's the only one wearing the microphone, so I better watch which stories I tell because he has the last word. I realize that you did not come here tonight to hear stories. But I will tell you something that is a deep reality about both Father Dyer and myself, something that perhaps we as priests don't tell to our people enough. If you ever wondered whether Father Dyer loves his priesthood, I will tell you that this man loves being a priest. I'll tell you the same is true for me. I love being a priest. That does not place us above anyone else, nor does it place us below anyone else. The reason that we love our priesthood is because it's the one thing that we have discerned by listening to God's voice and hearing his will is what we are called to do for his church while on earth. And there is nothing more fulfilling. There's nothing more beautiful. There's nothing more satisfying than answering a call from Jesus Christ himself to whatever it is that he desires. As a vocation director, sometimes I talk to, well, not sometimes, a lot of times I talk to young people. I'm in the presence of young people almost on a daily basis. They often ask, how could you love being a priest? How does that even make sense? And I understand it's confusing. It's confusing how, how doing God's will over our own will at times can even be satisfying at all. How could that be? There is a lot of confusion and sometimes we need some of those clear paths, some of that clarity of the gospel message to help us to understand what God's will is and how it can make us happy. And Paul tells us in the sacrament reading today, Paul says something that's very clear. He just uses logic when he says, why would you ever doubt that you would raise from the dead? Why would you ever doubt that, church? Because if you don't believe that, then you don't believe that Jesus Christ raised from the dead. You don't believe that Jesus Christ was God himself and he was raised from the dead. If that didn't happen, then you are dead in your sin then your faith is in vain. But if it is true, if it is true that Jesus Christ is God and that God came to earth and in human flesh, he died for our sins, was truly dead, was in the grave for three days and was raised up again, then you have no doubt that you should believe in the resurrection of your body as well. You should believe that. It's kind of a simple logical argument. And it reminds me of the night that I decided, I determined that God not only was calling me to the priesthood, but it was finally the time for me to respond to that call. I had the fortune of living out my dream, which uh, was playing professional soccer in the country of Chile. I played professional soccer for four years in South America and then one year back here in, in Major League Soccer in the United States. When I was in Chile, the first six months that I lived there, I remember being a little bit miserable, thinking I was going to live out my dream, but I didn't speak the language, I didn't know anybody, I didn't have a lot of friends, which I tended to have throughout my life. I had a great family here at home, I didn't have any family there. I was confused about who I was and what I was doing and, and, and why it wasn't going my way. I remember going into a, a church that night because it was the only thing that I knew. I remember going into a chapel and sitting by myself in the middle of this, this cold church that had no heat, my coat on, with rain on that tin roof, 
I remember walking into the church because it was the only thing that I knew. I saw a red candle that was burning next to a gold box and I knew that I was home just instinctively. Everything was confusing, but that wasn't confusing. I knew where I was and I knew what I was about when I sat in the presence of our Lord. I wasn't a pious. I wasn't living my, my life as a great Christian at that time, but I knew God was real. I knew he was present. I remember praying for comfort. I said, Lord, just bring comfort into my life. Like, is this so hard? Is this so hard to like, like I, I mean, gosh, how about a great girlfriend? How about, how about a little bit more money? How about a lot of friends? How about some good parties to go to? How about send, send something in my life? Throw me a bone. Why does life have to be so confusing? I didn't realize that years later that Pope Benedict XVI would say to all the youth in the world, don't pray for comfort. You are not made for comfort. You are made for greatness. We sell ourselves so short. I did the same. But I remember in the midst of that, it was the first time that I heard the Lord's voice in my life with clarity. Maybe the most clarity that I've ever heard, even since that moment, hearing his voice. And I heard the words in the chapel that night in the depth of my heart, be my priest. Priesthood was not on my mind. It was the last thing that I desired. It was not true manhood in my estimation. It was not something that I could ever respond to. It was nothing that I would ever want. It would bring no comfort to me. Thanks a lot. The answer is no. And I went on living my life for about three years. And it seems as if God was granting every one of my, my prayers. I did go to a lot of parties. I was dating a great girl, made a little bit more money, moved into a new house. Thought I was pretty popular. People knew who I was. I was a starter on my team, all those things. But there was one night. There was one night when I was actually giving thanks to God for my life. Just thank you, Lord. Thank you. After all this time, all these things that I've prayed for, like, thank you. Like, this, this is it. Like, this was all that I wanted. Was this so hard? Why did it take so long? Like, we're here now, but why did I have to struggle so much? Like, this is it. And in a moment of grace, in a moment of grace, I started to say to myself, wait a second. This is it? Like, that's it? It's downhill from here, 25 years old, that's it? Like, there's nothing more? And I realized how short I had really shot my life. 25 years old, and I've already lived out the things that I wanted to do. There was, I had no other plans. That was it. How shallow. How ridiculous. And how clear. How clear that I was not the one in charge. There was a logical progression that I went through that night. I don't like fantasy, I don't much read fiction, don't watch fantasy movies, don't, I just, I just want the truth. I remember that, like, that night hearing a, a logical progression in my head, I thought, do I believe in God? Yes, I believe in God. I've always believed in God. By, by His grace alone, I, I, yeah, I've always believed in Him. Do I believe that God would have created me with a plan for my life, or am I a mistake? Am I an accident? Is there a reason that I'm here? Yes, of course. I believe that I'm created with a, with a purpose. He has a plan for my life. Do I believe that God can communicate that plan to me? Well, yeah, wouldn't it be ridiculous if God were to create us with a plan and then never communicate what that plan was so we could never live it out? I believe God exists. I believe he created me for a purpose. I believe that he could communicate that plan to me. And then I realized, wait a second. Do I actually believe that he already communicated that plan to me? To that, I had no doubt. For three years, there wasn't a day that went by that I didn't think that I was called to the priesthood. I didn't, I, I didn't hearken back to that in my own heart and to know that I was truly called, that I heard the voice of God. 
and I couldn't shake it. Something I didn't want, but I couldn't shake it. And the final progression was, if I never respond to God's voice, if I never become the man that he has created me to be, will I ever be satisfied in this life? Will I ever become the man that I was created to be? And the answer to that was clearly no, never. I would never become the man that I was made to be. That was the night that I knew the soccer was about over. I was about to meet an old man that lived down the hall, Daddy Dyer. Y'all, life is confusing. Love is confusing. It's a mystery. We are mysteries unto ourselves. We live in a world that's confusing. We need to say things as they are. We need to understand the gospel as it's preached. We need to make things simple for ourselves and not complicate them. And when we hear that voice, we hear the gospel preached, to be able to respond to it with generosity, with faith, with boldness, with clarity, knowing that we are created for a purpose, that there is something for us to do, that the Lord will speak. And we know that when we respond to him, even sometimes against our own will, that if God has chosen for us, for it for us, it is the best. I repeat to you tonight, we are priests and we love being priests. I hope you never doubt the fathers of this family, the two priests that, that are the fathers of this family and some priests that you may have seen for the first time and may never see again. We love being priests. Not for our sake, but for yours. Let's ask the Lord to bless this parish with an abundance of conviction, of clarity. Again, not for our glory, but for God's glory, so that we may respond to him boldly and generously, so the youth of this parish can come to know who they are and what they're about and who God has created them to be, that our families would live with that same clarity, that our vocations as married couples would live with such clarity, and that we would put our trust and this great God who doesn't want us to live with confusion, doesn't want us to settle for comfort, but has made us for greatness.